And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian who works clean, both figuratively and literally, which I know because Shower by 12 was written on her whiteboard. It's Jenna Cam Jones. He's an IT professional who lives his life at Inbox Zero. Of course, he also operates at Trash Folder 95,000. It's hashtag Al. And he's a producer who's the rare breed in Hollywood who actually cares about being a good person. Unless you slightly annoy him, then he'll stick your headphones up his butt. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to juice your melons. I'm her husband, Daniel, and when I was a young man, I lived with principle and integrity. Now I watch Vanderpump Rules. Say and hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Hello, my little SpaghettiOs. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Greg Heller. Hi, Allison. Hello, Jenna. Hi. Hello, Al. Hello. Hello, Daniel. Hi. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Allison. I've noticed on Facebook you've been getting a lot of comments lately about your excellent, thoughtful interviewing style. I wonder if you wanted to share with the listeners how you come up with some of your interesting intellectual questions. Shit mm-hmm. just comes out of my mouth. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. all, I just go by gut, <laughs> which is where the shit comes. And then I bequeath it upon you. Okay, so <laughs> I feel very spacey and dizzy and weird and over, like overly stimulated by all the things going on at this table. And I think I probably feel that way. I'm just going to blame it on the Lupron injections, which I do every day, which are creating a host of side effects and making me a wonderful wife. Daniel, don't you love it? Mm-hmm, it's great. <laughs> but I just am going to list some of the things that I find overwhelming at this table. Daniel, you're drinking cream soda. There's been some discussion of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. I don't know why this is blowing minds. <laughs> well, it's, it's Dr. Brown's cream soda. It's a, mm-hmm. a can mm-hmm. and a drink mm-hmm. from a bygone era. Dr. Brown's is good, and it's a good cream soda. It is. They make a nice cream soda. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Pairs well with corn. What do you What do you think, uh, Greg? What do you think of the uh, um, celery flavored soda that it's, Dr. Brown's makes? The one that on the can says "Cell Ray." Cell Ray. Mm, yeah. Cell Dash Ray. I think it tastes bad. <laughs> That's, That's not honest. fitting the character. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, is it? You know. <laughs> It's good. You get some greens, and it's also a soda. It's good. It pairs well with pastrami. Yes, it does. Have you guys seen potato-flavored soda? I saw this on Snapchat. I don't know if it was Malls that was posting about it. Someone posted potato-flavored. I'm curious, and it sounds kind of gross. The other overwhelming thing happening at this table is that Greg is digging into his microphone stand clip, trying to get it to it. So (laughs) let's just let the listeners in on what's going on. All right. <laughs> Greg has a habit of pointing his microphone down way below his I have I have given him shit for pointing the microphone at his crotch before mm. because it starts at mouth level and then pretty soon he's talking way above the microphone. I understand. It's just sort of a like a nervous tick kind of thing you do. Probably. However, it does not lead to the best audio. It so- leads to terrible audio. <laughs> so- we should all work on the same show sometime, Greg. That would be fun. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> 
Okay, I got stuff to say about that because Greg and I just did work on a show. But so Jeff decided, let's just bring in a new mic clip, one that perhaps he epoxied (laughs) in a certain position. I I tightened the screw to (laughs) 5,000 foot pounds, I believe, and then I filled the interior part with epoxy. Right. Is that that true? It is unjust. Yes. It's unadjusted. Oh, I was joking oh when I suggested that. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Wow. But even... Oh, my God. You did. You can see it. Okay. Well, now you're not talking into the microphone at all. I know, but it's okay because of the nature of this discussion. <laughs> see? I put it back. Okay. So I didn't realize... Because when, when he told he told you that earlier, but then you were still like trying to unscrew it and move it, I didn't realize that you didn't believe him. He, he's two steps ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, <laughs> I want to move the mind. <laughs> okay, well, this is to be continued because I'm sure it won't end here. He was tired of the buzz that comes from the crotch region, right? Do you yes. feel weird now? Do you feel like maybe this is going to stunt your performance on no, this podcast? No, I don't like it, but it's just like I thought everyone was joking before, but now I can see that like this is real. You can't move it, <laughs> and it's right in your face the whole time. Well, well, that's where that's it's where it's supposed to be. to be. What's the problem? I like when you. I like to move it down with my nose, yeah. and then move it back up. Yeah, that's terrible for the show. <laughs> but, and we've asked you to stop repeatedly, but that, that's cool. But you like to do it just for fun? No, I just like can't sit still for a super long time. Have you ever noticed that? I have. Well, yeah. that's that's why we have toys on the table. <laughs> <laughs> but every time I play with stuff on the table, you point to it and you can... Well, you have to play with toys quietly. We, have to <laughs> we need quiet like toys. Nerf toys for f- Nerf fidgeting. Yeah, we need Greg-approved you know? toys. Yeah. I was going to get Silly Putty, but oh, you can make oh, noise yeah, with yeah, Silly yeah, Putty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Maybe mm. clay or something. What would you like? Bind- binder clips? A bunch of binder clips? I just got you a bunch of binder clips. I know, but I'd like... Ones that you can play with. You I mean, I should, I should just be able to not play with anything when we're talking. It's just my hands are moving a lot. As long as it's quiet and you're not messing with the microphone, I say go for were it. Were those binder clips like a, hey, I glued your mic so it won't move? <laughs> Here's some binder clips. No, they were... <laughs> I, had, I had that same reaction because I got, I got to the table... And I saw the binder clips next to the new microphone clip, and I knew that it was a different one. Right. So I thought, this is a... Uh, this is, this is Softening the, the blow? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did no. you think I wouldn't notice this? <laughs> well, there was some discussion as to whether or not you would notice. So oh. <laughs> I wanted to see if, if it was just a thing that you did subconsciously, and then when you tried to move it, if you would just stop or if it would double you down and make you crazy and it doubled you down who, and made you crazy who is the discussion between <laughs> uh allison and I, myself mm-hmm. i have well no to i be don't want to don't okay the only dis- the discussion was whether or not you would notice it but not that you were doing it i told her i was going to do it no he told <laughs> me he did it yeah mm. when did you tell her that <laughs> it was it was it was like yesterday or something yeah mm. right okay I didn't know when we were doing our show. I would not have been able to hold it in if I did. Okay. All right. Hey, Jenna. Who do you you feel betrayed by right now? See, I I think the thing that's interesting from a social science point of view is how how I've become the bad guy. (laughs) When you're the one that's fucking around with the microphone all the time. Well, I mean, what if I was Bono? Would you walk out on stage and be Bono? Stop fucking moving the mic around. It's I would. Re- no, if it was fucking wouldn't. up the audio, and and he would thank me. But well, no, Bono let me hear. Would... Let me help you. you. I'm Bono. 
<laughs> True. You're the edge. At best. Yeah. So it might even be Adam Clayton. Yeah, he's more of an Adam Clayton type. Yeah. I would say. So I think that uh, if Adam were doing that with his, who was Adam in the band? Is he the drummer? Bass, Bass player. Okay. Larry oh, Mullen is the oh, drummer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. He's a junior. Um, Larry Mullen would never do that. He's too professional. Oh, so good looking too. You ever notice that about yeah, that guy? He's handsome. Ageless. Guy. What a good looking man. Actually, so, we're talking about Larry Mullen Jr. Well, yeah, though, yeah. Not I've senior. senior. I've never seen. I don't know. Yeah. He was wonderful in his own way. <clears throat> Please go on. So lots <laughs> to get to in this episode, and we're going to get to all that. Um, but first, let's talk about the fact that last week, Greg and I shot our pilot. We did. That's mm. true. It was Exciting. so much fun, and I miss it. And here's the deal. I think this came up on last week's episode or on some episode. We can't talk specifically about the concept of the show or the content of the show, but we can talk about the experience of the shoot. Yeah, For sure, yeah, of course. Um, okay, so um, my thing, I forget if I mentioned this or not, but I tried to postpone the shoot dates because I feel fat lazy? and... Sorry, always lazy, but I feel fat and bloated on these hormones that I'm on, and like this is a, to me a big deal, and I'm like I'm not at my best right now, so if I could just buy a little time, I would feel so much better. Um, and and Greg kindly did try to see if we could move it, but we just couldn't. Sort of like that mic clip that you're still fidgeting with, right? <laughs> right. Sorry. Oh no, no. Go, excuse sorry. me. Go ahead and fidget with it. That's the point. It's fidgetable now. Right. It's fidget proof. <laughs> right. Um. And I do feel uncomfortable and bad about it. No, it's not your fault. It's It's nobody's fault. It's It's, my fault. It's good for audio. (laughs) (laughs) What? 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 (laughs) (laughs) So I did try to postpone. We could not postpone. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, But going into it, I had this like, oh, I just can't wait for this thing to, for this to be over. I'm, I'm kind of dreading it and I'm anxious and I'm this and I'm all like all these things that I often feel before things that I'm a little bit apprehensive about. But then we did it and I had the best time. I didn't at all think about all the stuff I was worried that I was going to be worried about. There's two levels of worry during it. Um, And the biggest thing for me personally was in the moment I was able to appreciate every the, appreciate that like here we are filming my show and there's a crew here and like look at all this stuff that's sort of been erected for <laughs> a show <laughs> <laughs> for this show and even if nothing further happens with it because there's so many things that it would have to happen before this would become you know a show that's this on television, but even if nothing more happens, like I just got to experience this and that's so awesome. And I had so much fun and I loved it. And a big challenge for me always is appreciating things in the moment mm-hmm. and wishing I could. And in fact, I've talked about that in relation to my wedding. Like I, I had so much trouble being in the moment, but here was this thing that was happening and happening fast. So much better than your wedding. <laughs> this was the wedding I always wanted. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, so just for, on that level, it was awesome. And then it was actually really fun. Uh, and I was thinking that I'm really glad, Greg, that you're a part of this show because I feel like that made the shoot and working together easier. And for people who don't know, the TV show did not 
come out of you being on the podcast. You being on the podcast came out of us trying to come up with some TV show ideas. And you said, can you come over and observe us doing the podcast, thinking that that might jog some ideas. And it did. And it did. And when you were here, I'm like, why don't we just put you on, you know, let me just talk to you on mic. And then you were a natural. Of course. Star was born. Yeah. <laughs> Kapow. And now, now <laughs> and it was like Bono. It Bono, was. another Bono was on the podcast. So you guys, we're all Bonos. Mm. I just want everyone to know. No, I think we you are, may clear who the Bono is, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. That's got, something Bono would say. <laughs> <laughs> Bono Kim Jones, Bono Moss, Bono Quants, yeah. Bono Fox. We all have one weird eye. Can I say one thing that the thing that struck me the most about shooting with Allison on this show? Mm. I feel like I know what it's going to be. I'll allow I've, it. I've never seen a person drink as much coffee as Allison Rosen does. I yeah. knew it was going to be that. In my oh. entire life, and I've been surrounded yeah. my life by like really indulgent people who mm-hmm. go for it. With I've never seen a person drink that much coffee. Yeah. You think it's and indulgent? It- well, yeah, I mean, yes. I don't mean indulgent and in, I mean like not decadent. Not de- not decadent. I mean just in like if someone says hedonistic. Hedonistic? Yeah. <laughs> Dionysian. Do you I mean Daniel, yes. you live with her and yes. you also work at a place where people drink coffee. Have yes. you ever seen anyone drink as much coffee as she does? The only person that I've ever known who drank that much coffee was a guy I used to work oh, with I've who heard used this to be story so You've times. never heard the story. <laughs> he, he used to be a cop. And he dr- he was constantly drinking coffee because he had built up such a tolerance for caffeine. That's the only other person who oh. drinks as much ca- coffee as you. I have not heard that story. Yeah. The story I've heard is the the boss that you had to make like super oh, sludgy coffee for. I worked and for he had a Steve heart Ruther, who um, uh, is a producer in town. I think he produced like Dirty Dancing or not Dirty Dancing, one of those. Oh, Pretty Woman, and. Uh, same fucking movie, I don't know. <laughs> basically. And uh, yeah, he uh, had a habit in the eighties, let's say, that he had kicked and replaced with coffee. And when the when they made the coffee in the office for him, it was it was like all the grounds filled the entire thing. It was like a <laughs> sludge. Yeah, the coffee was just this black tar, and he would drink. It was the crazy. No one else could drink it because it was so thick. Yeah, I told Allison like <clears throat> one of the reasons I never had a problem with certain drugs stimulants is because whenever i did too many i felt like my heart was going to explode yeah. even now if i have if i have two cups of coffee i feel like my heart is in trouble yeah so and allison told like- me that she had the exact opposite problem in her life at some point mm-hmm. right you remember talking about this I'm but, not sure I know what we're talking about now. But that like you said you could do certain indulgent things and like oh. they never made your heart hurt in that same way. Yeah, I never had the experience you were talking about. But no, but I told you that I would get paranoid the next morning and just lie in bed being like did my heart just do something weird? Did my heart just like I am right. very nervous about it when it comes to if it comes to any illegal substance. But coffee I've never You know what? Actually, I went through a phase where I was sorry Mormons, I know that the coffee talk is like I know it's all not, about it. It's all right. <laughs> I drink Diet Coke, so it's, so you, you know. know. Yeah. Have you ever made Diet Coke in a French press? Because it can be really strong. Whoa. Fancy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went through a very brief French press phase, and then I was actually like, I'm so jittery. I can't do this. What What happened recently where you woke up at like 4 a.m., had a cup of coffee to try to go back to sleep? No. I had <laughs> my retreat, an, an egg retrieval scheduled for 3 p.m., 
and you can't eat or drink anything for, I forget, eight hours before or something. So I set my alarm for like nine hours before. Which was like, to, like 5 a.m. or something. It, it was even earlier than that, I yeah. think. It was like 4 a.m. I forget. Had two cups of coffee and then went two back to bed. Two cups of coffee. Two. I needed my two. <laughs> and then went back to bed. And then you were like, I couldn't, I couldn't get back to sleep. It's like, hmm. <laughs> but I would say the second day of filming, I, I would say you had nine cups of coffee. Yeah. And then she's like, I have a headache. I don't know why I have a headache. It's like, because last week you had nine cups of coffee every three hours. <laughs> now you're at home and you're having only two. The funny thing is I had this whole, I was drinking this big cup of coffee. And then Jessica, who's one of the execs, was like, I'm going down to the cafe. Does anyone need coffee? Allison? I'm like, no, it's good. You know, I'm fine. I just got this. And then like, she finished having her conversation, and two minutes later, when she was leaving, I, I was like, "Oh, you know what?" Because <laughs> at that point, right. I only had a couple sips left. Um, yeah. Now, as I kept pointing out, the drugs I'm on make me very tired. That being said, I also drink that much coffee when I'm not on these drugs. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> not it's that a much. crazy amount of coffee. I don't. In a given day, I don't drink that much coffee. But if I have to perform, yes, I do. Have you ever had? Nine cups of coffee in a day in your entire life. I would, my heart would explode. I would die. Mm-hmm. I was Jeff? still tired. I drank that much coffee once and I, I'm not making this up. I hallucinated <laughs> because I was so out of my mind and I didn't sleep for so long that I thought my hands, Greg, I'm not trying to freak you out. Mm-hmm. I thought my hands were lobster claws. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I absolutely did. And it was persistent. It wasn't a, it was you know, like when you're really tired and you're exhausted and you kind of see something yes. out of your corner of your eye. It was I was looking at my hands and they were lobster claws and I oh my my hands look like lobster claws and they it wouldn't go away. Is this why you're so worried about going to the bathroom? Like cuz last week you said you were worried about that me. you weren't going to be able to go to the bathroom when you wanted on the shoot. Is right. that cuz of the coffee? N- no. Well, I haven't put it together in my mind. Oh, okay. But come to think of it, I do need to pee a lot and I do drink a lot of fluids. Yeah, and so. then like halfway through the day, you I, we, did you text me or something? You're like, I have to go number two really bad. I don't know what to do. And it's like, well, maybe, maybe drinking 15 cups of coffee <laughs> had something okay. to do with I that. want everyone to know that was not sanctioned for podcast talk. But... But I'll also have you guys know, as I told Daniel, I had my mic pack on all day and it was like hooked into my bra strap (laughs) and it was too hard to turn it off. So the audio guy got an earful (laughs) of of 10-1 and 10-2, which Mm -hmm. I learned are production movie set codes for going to the bathroom. That's correct. Both kinds. Um, (laughs) We were also filming on a public street. And Allison had to do her Lupron shot, and she just walked like 10 feet off of the set. Somebody he held up like a thing in front of her, and she just stuck the needle in yeah. her butt right Good there on work. the street. No, mm. in my stomach. Whatever. Wow. I mean, even nice. worse. It's amazing if you were with her a couple years ago when she got the first shot ever. When, oh, yeah. <laughs> and when, when were, I got my blood drawn the first time. Yeah. Was, it, was this the chicken pox vaccination yes. thing? And it was just like seeing a three-year-old get a shot. You know, she was Aww. so scared. And now she's just jabbing like herself with needles all over the place. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. Okay, let me ask you this, though, mm-hmm. Greg. Yes. You've, you saw all my performances. I have seen all of the performances. Did, they, yeah. did, it, did it seem like someone who had had too much coffee? No, you, no, it seemed like you. Thank you. you. But maybe you just have always had too much coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should see the real me. I'm just asleep. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. So when you woke up, I am very curious about all of this. So when you woke up early to get your coffee in before the, the egg retrieval, yes. <laughs> is that because you're worried about your reaction of not having coffee? Mm. Yes. Okay. The reaction of having, of wanting to have had coffee. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, they. You're not worried about, you're not like worried about a, a headache or I tend withdrawals. To, I tend withdrawal. to get headaches from anesthesia. And they'll say, are you a coffee drinker? Did you have coffee this morning? Mm. Which, of course, you never have because you're not allowed to have it within that time. I don't fully buy that the headache is from not having coffee, though. I think it's from the other mm. stuff. I um, think th- it's just that I like <laughs> I just like coffee a lot. Okay. And I just I just would like to get it in under the wire or else I'll miss it. Mm. Sure. No, I, I get it. Yeah. I just am curious for the reasoning. Jenna, so like I open my eyes in the morning and the very... F- First things I think about are how is the surf and coffee? Those are the first every morning for probably 30 years. Do you ever dream of surfing in coffee? That's never happened. (laughs) There's never been a hybrid. Um, When you don't drink coffee, do you open your eyes in the morning and think about Diet Coke or hot tea or something? Do you have an equivalent? Oh. When I was like right now, I am I'm I'm not addicted to Diet Coke like I was, but when I was like really addicted. Uh yes, I would wake up and think like, when am I going to get my first diet coke? And would you have it before lunch? <laughs> I used to make a rule: no caffeine before noon. Then for a while, I slipped up. And then when I go home to Utah, I drink it like constantly because my breakfast. family drinks it like crazy for breakfast. Oh, for absolutely. breakfast, yes, absolutely. But uh, you wait that long? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really weird. To you have don't brush your teeth for with it? Yeah, me too. Mm. I've thought about it. it That's is. a big thing in the South. They drink uh, Coke for breakfast. Sure. Absolutely. My grandparents, yeah. I'm all about I, a that. lot of this comes, <laughs> it's like a, it's a family tradition. I have grandparents in their 80s who we go and visit them. They mm-hmm. open their fridge and it's like, what do you want this morning? Diet Coke? Diet Dr. Pepper? What would you like for, for with your breakfast? Or what would you like with your meal? I mm. need to hang out with them. <laughs> they're amazing. They actually, last time we went and visited, sent us home with random food for us to try because they're like me. It's like I got it from someone <laughs> genetically. <laughs> I you love that. You inherited that yes. the tendency to snack. Yes. It's crazy. Um, Hooray for DNA. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> so that was in the two days of shooting. That was the biggest revelation for me is the quantity of coffee wow. that goes into Alice. I didn't know that. I didn't. This is all new to me. That's that. Like I said, that's when I'm performing or doing something important. Just in my regular life, it's like today I've had. This sounds like the conversation Three or four cups. I have <laughs> Three about or Diet four Coke, cups. though, doesn't it? Doesn't yes, it? Just, is, yeah. I said I it's open my eyes and I think about coffee in the morning. I, I usually have half to three quarters of that cup and I dump the rest out because I'm so wired. I have never, ever dumped out a cup of coffee. Sometimes it infuriates in a loving way. Infuriates is too strong. <laughs> but Daniel... Enrage? Would you say enrage? Okay. Daniel okay. has a habit of opening up a can of soda or getting a coffee and then mm. taking like three sips and then leaving it there for the rest of the day. Nails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I only need half a cup of soda and then I'm good. It's like a lot of sugar. It's I'm, Yeah, I agree. I usually want you know. one giant swig of soda like when I'm eating something yeah. salty. I don't care about the rest. Yeah. But mm. you have to open the whole fucking can or get like one of those two liters. I don't want that because it goes flat. Because I don't drink at all. And Whatever happened to those little half cans? They have those, but they don't have those in the kinds of sodas I drink. Oh. So Daniel's a fancy soda drinker. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Speaking of things that one might purchase, fancy mm-hmm. soda, microphones, mm-hmm. Diet Coke, mm-hmm. DNA kits. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of other things mentioned on this show so far. Yeah. U2 albums. What'd you say? <laughs> Epoxy. Epoxy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Binder clips. I recommend clicking through the Amazon banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps the show. You guys, thank you so much for clicking the Amazon banner. Thank you for the PayPal support. Just thank you for supporting our sponsors and for all around being awesome. And if you like what you're hearing, tell a friend and just subscribe them without them even knowing. Let it, let it be a surprise. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I drink a lot of coffee when I'm filming stuff. Mm. Um, was I a diva in any way? Ooh. Interesting pause. <laughs> no. Okay, what? <laughs> no, you were not. <laughs> okay, why the hesitant? Why the halting tone? Uh, well, I just want to make sure that I give you an honest answer. Oh, okay. And I'm running through everything You know what? Fuck did. it. I should be able to say whatever I want, and if I hurt someone's feelings, fuck them. Mm, I have a... No. No. Is there any... Is there a but? I don't think so. I think almost everything we... You can usually tell because the director will turn and look at you in a way that says, can you talk to her or him? Mm-hmm. And he never did that. Mm-hmm. So that's a good sign. Ringing, ringing right. endorsement this of my like these. Sometimes you have to have a conversation with, because directors are used to the, being the only person who talks to the talent, right? Mm-hmm. That's normally the order of operations. Okay. Um, like you, the executive walks up to the director and says, well, I thought that take was shit. You got to get into this. And then he goes and tells the star, that was so great. I just want to get an option. <laughs> and I had to have a conversation with, th- with this director in this instance and say, you've never really met Allison. She knows me much better than she knows you. So I'm going to be talking to her all day. Um, and he was totally cool with it. If we, if this became a series, that wouldn't happen as much. Well, the funny thing is you told me that you said to him, She's probably going to listen to me more than you. I did. But I, without, no, before you and I even had that conversation, you gave me, you're like, do this. And I'm like, well, Todd hasn't said action yet. (laughs) So you were wrong. Sweet. Good. (laughs) Well, that just means I'm. Professional? Yes. Right. Thank you. Um, For me, my, my slightly diva moments were, um, there was. There was a bit of physical business I had to do with taking something off my head and then spinning my chair around and then saying a line and then walking towards camera. Oh, yeah, I have another thing to say. Which seems, <laughs> which seems, you see people do it on camera all the time, but when you're in the moment of actually having to do all that and you're me and you're uncoordinated, um, it can be a lot. It, or it can be like, it can make you flustered. So I, I got I was getting a little frustrated with, that i don't know if you could tell i could tell i also would like to say at this point um (laughs) allison rosen has a side she has a side and she will let you know i I have a better side i don't totally believe in sides (laughs) al do you believe in sides not that i've ever experienced no genocides don't you have a side you prefer Uh, i think i have a side that i just always pose in and mm-hmm. so when i see pictures that are not on that side i go like that looks weird yeah you know what i mean do, do yes. i ever girlfriend yes. yes daniel sides um only because i have a scar on one side of my face but otherwise i don't care you so do? that's a yes what? yeah i have a scar well, i've covered by whiskers mm-hmm. jeff sides i i don't see them i th- i think that people have them but i typically don't see them 
Well, Allison definitely prefers <laughs> prefers one, one side. That is, there are a couple of true. scenes that from the original blocking were flipped around to accommodate the side. But I don't think that's Diva. I think that's just what makes you most comfortable. But I didn't throw a fit or anything. You did not throw a fit. In fact, you guys, in fact, you guys just flipped it for me, which makes me think that you agree with me that one side is fugly. Well, we did talk about it before <laughs> the shoot, and we talked about it for quite a bit after the shoot as well. The, they were just like, was. what the fuck? <laughs> like, bring <laughs> Allison back. Yeah. So many Get makeup in like, here. Yeah. And also, it was very cold at times. Which, does that affect half of your face? No. It, it, did I seem like a diva when I was saying how cold it was? It wasn't that cold in my opinion, but I don't... Listen, <laughs> all of those statements you couch in terms of the fact that I never have to stand in front of a camera. Yeah. And you do. So there's a... No matter what somebody says, I usually go, they're standing in front of the camera. And I've worked with so many comics. I'm sure Jenna can speak to this as well, that it's like... And they'll always say, well, I have to say it. Mm-hmm. I have to say it. I have to say it. And part of you goes, well, it's fucking funny, so just say it. And then the other part of you goes, no, mm-hmm. they have to say it. So I'm pretty sympathetic to all that yeah. stuff. One of the things I've learned is that the performer, by being very particular about the way they want to look or the way they want to um, pose or whatever, um, may seem to the crew like they're being, oh, God, they're being a diva or difficult. But the performer knows what makes them like especially seasoned performers they know what works for them like right. whether it's a way of talking or a way of and Which, by the way you're not talking about me though because i feel no, like people I'm, are gonna I've, think no, you're no, talking about me I, I think you are seasoned enough to know what works for you okay thanks. but um i think that when a performer says okay fine and they do it the other way then the photographer or the director or whoever they or the editor might choose something that to the performer they know isn't working well, that, for them. I've and mentioned then, that before. Like, that, that's, a, that's happened to me in photo shoots where they're like, smile this way. Or like, oh, play with this thing. And yeah. then, you, then you look like a complete idiot right. and they use that. And, uh, you know, you're the one that has to look, you know, in, in you have to be the one that is presented that way. So. Well, that's why trusting your director is so important. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because you have to trust that your director is not following necessarily his agenda only. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were definitely a couple of things when we were shooting that Allison and I had disagreements about. They were minor mm-hmm. and we sorted them out pretty quickly. And I think, I hope that when you see them in edit, you'll understand like why there were some things we pushed for. But yeah, I, I, I was we've... fine with deferring to the way you saw the, what you're talking about. Right, right, right. Um, but I don't think we pushed you to do anything. Mm-mm. Also, Allison ate... I wanted to do on camera nudity. Yes. Right. <laughs> Most was... of the show is nude. Yeah. <laughs> Alice... Oh, are you talking about the sausage now? Yeah. Allison That's ate a sausage. I was pushed. I ate a bite. I spit out the other bite. Yeah, fair enough. Greg loved the idea of me tucking into a sausage on camera. (laughs) We're probably not going to use it. I just wanted to make sure we had it on film. (laughs) And then then remember, I just want everyone to know, remember this part? Allison, turn the camera and say, hey, when we're done, can I eat this sausage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I wanted that one in the can too. Okay. I need to talk about my friends over at MeUndies and then let's talk about lemons and then let's... Open up the show to everyone. Okay. <laughs> okay. You guys, whether you're wearing a suit or sweats, you spend almost 24 hours a day in your underwear, but instead of making a statement like Superman's tights under his everyday clothes, your underwear is probably boring. No offense. I'm just saying. You seem like a person with boring underwear, and MeUndies is here to change that. Every pair of MeUndies is made from sustainably sourced modal, a fabric that's twice as soft as cotton. 
Nothing can describe the fit and feel of MeUndies. Well, I can. I can try. Um, but once you try them, you'll understand why they're called the world's most comfortable underwear. They are really high quality and they're incredibly soft. And if you don't love your first pair of MeUndies, they're free. No questions asked. MeUndies has dozens of styles and limited edition prints to help you make a statement with your underwear, whether anyone can see them or not. Shipping is free in the U.S. and Canada, and you can save up to $8 a pair with the MeUndies subscription plan. Get the subscription or a single pair. Get 20% off your first order when you go to MeUndies.com slash Allison. That's MeUndies.com slash Allison for 20% off your first order. MeUndies.com slash Allison. Okay, so... Um, one of the execs has a lemon tree and she had a bunch of lemons that she had picked on her desk. And these were humongous lemons. They were like the size of a grapefruit, but lemon shaped. So I'm walking around and my bag is suddenly really heavy. Like, What's going on? <laughs> and I look in there and there's one of these elephantitis lemons in my bag. So I remove it and then it is back in my bag, and then I remove it. And I don't know how I knew it was Greg. I just, how did I know it was you? I just Who else did. would it be? So I kept complaining about the lemons in my bag. <laughs> oh, no, I know. At the end of the first day, I gave the lemon to the PA. Um, and, I, and I don't know what she did with it, but I'm like, I'm not taking this home with it. I don't want this. And she's like, we well, can't throw out produce. So she took it home. So I, maybe I fool, foolishly informed Greg the next day that the lemon was gone. And he's like, oh, but there are more. So then more lemons <laughs> shut my bag. But then at a certain point, I thought, huh, Greg's backpack is in my dressing the room. The hunter became the hunted. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just tucked a few lemons in his backpack and called it a day. I just want you to know. And he, that's and he a, found one today. That's a thing that I do for, like, I like to... Do fuck with little, yeah, that's kind of one of my things. I like to fuck with people's shit. Um, <laughs> he in told a funny me, you'll way. learn this about me. I'm like a little gremlin. Yeah, I like to fuck with people's stuff. It's like a way that it's a way that I that I can have fun when I'm working super hard, mm. sort of a thing. So if we ever went to series like that, would go on for years and yeah. years and years, and I would just keep doing it, even if you didn't enjoy it. I'm a dick. Did <laughs> did you? This is what I wondered. Did you let me win when it came to lemons? I wondered if at a certain point you were just going to let me take it. No, you got me, actually. Yes. You got me because I did not. I I thought I had got the final lemon. And then when I got home, I opened my bag and I was legitimately, I went, fuck. <laughs> and then today, I was going to bring the bag over here with lemons and I would have just put the lemons around your house. Oh, thanks. But I didn't, I didn't want to bring my backpack in because there's, there's so much stuff in it. Um, I want to say one more thing and then we, sh- we can end this. Okay. Allison was the thing that I care the most about when I'm working is that like, I always tell the comics or actors, you can pull me aside and scream at me for 20 minutes. But if you are nasty to the crew, I'll, I'll never forgive you. And you were very nice to the crew the whole time. Greg never even said that to me. I, and I think that that's what really matters to me. Allison appreciates the little people, you know, (laughs) honestly, I think of myself as easy to work with and nice and not an asshole, which is why when I asked Greg, if I had any diva moments and it took him so long to answer, I was like, what is going on? I thought this was a slam dunk. It really wasn't that cold when we were outside. It wasn't it was that fairly cold. <laughs> Ashley had it wasn't that cold. a scarf who's and Ashley? a jacket. Who's Ashley? Well, who's the diva now? Allison, to be fair, this weekend, it was literally like 80 degrees in here and you're like, I'm cold. Well, I'm cold all the time. I was like it, sweating. It was, <laughs> when I, when I, we were filming outside, it was, was nobody windy. named Ashley. Who do you think <laughs> Ashley is? 
Well, I don't know how much I can say. The woman in the sausage scene. There were no women in the scene. Oh, yeah. Her name is Ashley. Shit. Oh, Oh, man. Can I say my favorite part of the shoot, even though I wasn't there and don't know what was going on, is that we did get an email (laughs) late one night from Nibbles. Oh, that's right. After the shoot was over, <laughs> letting us know what flavor those uh, Gummy carrot gummies were. were. <laughs> well, as soon as Nibbles took a bite, <laughs> both Nibbles and I were instantly like, "This is orange." Is, and I feel oh. like I've, I feel like I've been remiss because I'm really good at identifying flavors. Mm-hmm. It just comes from loving eating, and um, and I feel like. You guys needed me. Clearly. And I wasn't there for you. <laughs> so I'm back. I've slowly been incorporating carbohydrates again. I feel okay. Um, I just kind of hit a wall of like, I don't know what this is doing for me anymore. So I haven't gone full bore, but there have been some frozen dinners that have more carbohydrates than, um, well, I, I, had, I had been avoiding frozen dinners entirely. And I love frozen dinners. Daniel doesn't, but I do. I hate him. I like him too. And Al doesn't love him either. Yeah, they're gross. Yeah, they're gross. Mm-hmm. Other than Banquet, I, enjoy I, find them, every once in a while. I find them surprisingly excellent. But what's your brand? I enjoy Lean Cuisine. I enjoy Weight Watchers. I enjoy Healthy Are you Choice. A, hun- a Hungry Man brand? I think Hungry Man and Stouffer's. Stouffer's. Yeah. I like Stouffer's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. But Banquet, whew. I don't that's, know that's if I low end. Yeah, it's the low end. It's yeah. yeah it's that's just, the it's, dirty hot pocket on the floor. Level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Bad>. <laughs> but I like airplane food too. Like every time I get food on airplane, yeah, I go, me too. Oh, this is not really that bad. good. I like airplane food too. It's yes. really salty. Mm. It's really salty. I have that and too. this is a Larry Miller joke, but everybody should be excited about airplane food. It's like you're getting served a meal at going 650 miles an hour in the middle of the sky. It's I, the coolest thing ever. I feel like actually we've co- we've turned a corner. When we were growing up, the joke was how bad airplane food was. And now the complaint is internet on the plane. Mm-hmm. And we're stoked about food because you don't usually get it now. So right. it all has come around. See, they made us they made us appreciate it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, making all that fun of our food? Well, we'll take it away. <laughs> and then you'll right. get none. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, I have to ask one more question. Okay. Then we're for real moving on. You made a comment to me and I tweeted about it. Um, where you said that my strength is seeming like a normal person when I'm talking to the camera, <laughs> which of course, Greg, of course, I had your back. I explained Daniel, I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine yeah. how many times something comes out of your mouth. And as soon as it does, you're like, Oh no, that's honestly talk about this for 10 years. Oh my God. <laughs> honestly, <Yeah>. constantly. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> well, I was going to say she's not a diva on set cause she's a diva at home. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like, you have to consider carefully. That if there's two ways to take something, yeah. you have to consider really carefully saying it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Whereas, like, I think a lot of people will immediately go, oh, that's nice. Allison's like, oh, that's nice. But is there a mean way that that could mm-hmm. be interpreted? Mm-hmm. Is there a possible way that that could be interpreted? Like, if someone's like, this is delicious, Allison's like, oh, it's delicious, huh? What are you saying? What are you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> that is how I am. <laughs> you are a little bit. It's okay. No, I'm... A- I am 100% that way. Oh, my God. So you were worried about that comment? Because that's like the one note I always get when I audition or like like when I've been cast in certain things is that like, oh, you're like the friendly girl next door that people want to be friends with. Like, I'm normal. Normal is usually the word. So I feel like it's a compliment. Greg, tell me if I'm right. This is how I explained what you meant to Allison. That it's actually (laughs) rare 
for a performer to have the ability to act like to be to present their humanity when in that role that usually and I'm not going to name names but in the the host role it's a lot easier to be a host it's a lot harder to be natural and com- and still charismatic and that, that is correct that yeah. is exactly what and I that, meant that's oh, a rare talent well, and that what he was saying is actually more of a compliment than if he had said you you're a great host Right. Agreed. Yeah. Ryan Seacrest is a great host. Totally. Yeah. Well, I think the reason that my brain went to a dark place is because I think of all the host jobs that I have auditioned for over the years that I didn't get. And I'm just, and like what I, you know what? No need to go down this road. I'm just being. But also like not getting some of those jobs probably speaks highly of you. Yeah, I know. They were the wrong jobs for me too. I mean, they totally were. and I totally get that. Any rejection hurt. That's right. Totes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's, um, you know, I was going to say let's do iTunes comment of the week. Can I? But yes, you can. So you did a, a, a spot for MeUndies. Yeah. And by the way, love MeUndies, wearing them right now. Very comfy. But they talk about their softness being twice as soft as cotton. And I'm wondering, is there like a unit of softness? Like how do you measure... Soft, oh, like an international softness unit, yeah, well, like, like Scovilles a, or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, how do you measure whether something's? I don't know. Yeah, how like, do you know? There's a bitterness unit. I do not know. Oh, oh. <laughs> we didn't even play the song. <laughs> well, Val doesn't know there is none. I have never heard of a unit of softness. We should, should just be. sort of agree at this table. Like, if Al doesn't know, it <laughs> cannot it be known. It's, it's, just, it's <laughs> unknowable. <laughs> Let's hear the song anyway. What does Al do? Okay, now Al, let us know that you don't know. Hey Al, do you know if is there a unit of softness? Uh, I do not know that. But how do they how do they measure then for like pillows? Yeah. Is there something on like the description that it's like extra? Whatever I don't know. Well, you can yeah. you can order them in hotels. You can say like when you book your reservation, how what type of pillows you want. Yeah, you but can? but mm-hmm. if you Depends if you say really? if you go to like Quality Inn, you don't get that option. <laughs> but if you go to like a high end hotel, yeah, you can say like I want softer, or firm. But or without a unit of measurement, do they then have to hire someone with really good uh, t- touch? <laughs> You know, Someone like who's heavily person. tactile. <laughs> yes, very tactile. Like this person can really tell the subtle. Yeah, like they they're blind, but that then as a, a result overdeveloped sense of yes. softness. Yes, sense yes. <laughs> of touch. Wait, but seriously, question to everyone at the table: Who the fuck wants tall, hard pillows? No. Who wants those? Why? Like the ones where you're tall. Is, Every you're time you're tall. at a yeah, hotel, yeah. Oh, like, the like pillow is high up. Yeah. 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 Oh. Why? I know Who, it's true. Why? But does anybody enjoy that pillow? Well, I think there's TV different options. Yeah. yeah one, person. TV watching. Two, working while sitting on your bed. It gives you options to like prop them up against the wall. I like a body pillow. Three, you can throw them between your legs when you sleep. That's fine. Or like cuddle them while you sleep because you're lonely. But all sorts of or a load bearing wall for your pillow fort exactly so, so <laughs> lumbar support and cuddling abilities emotional yes. support yeah. absolutely but how in nice. those situations and i bet you have stayed at more hotels than anyone at this table most likely you never also then get a super soft pillow uh depends on the hotel marriott's typically give you like two or three different kinds so they'll have like they'll have like two really firm ones and then like a 
like a medium soft one. In terms well. of what does medium. Al know, I'm very fulfilled right oh now. Oh my <laughs> god, that was incredible. <laughs> <Very> satisfying. <laughs> Zatarains. It does sound like real rice. Like Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Yes, Allison. We stayed at a hotel <laughs> that had a that had a pillow menu. Yeah. Do you remember this? And you could order up like yes. various pillows. It was a shitty hotel with a great but selection they had of pillows. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but you could so even awful. get a, a a pillow that had like lavender seeds or something yes. in it, like that had mm-hmm. seeds. Wait, yeah. yeah. Which hotel was this? Was this the Grand Omar? I'm not sure. No, I think it was in. If if I'm th- remembering correctly, I think it was in New York, and I think it was shitty. But I enjoyed their pillow menu. Oh, was this the one in Beacon Hill? Murray Hill, Murray I think Hill. so. Wait, oh, Beacon Hill, sell it. Back know. to what you were saying, Al. Yeah. So Marriott, if I feel like staying, cut you off. If you are staying at an actual like JW Marriott or Marriott brand, not like Courtyard by Marriott or Marriott by Courtyard. I or didn't whatever, know that those weren't yeah. real Marriotts. Well, they are, but they're owned by Marriott. They're not like the signature brand. Right. Just like Hampton Inn is owned by Hilton, but it's not a Hilton hotel. It's still a Hampton Inn. <laughs> Once again, oh so satisfying. Can this podcast yeah. be four hours long because I have so many hotel questions. <laughs> they right haven't now. wait. They haven't Hiltonized <laughs> the Hampton Inn. No, it means it's like there's different levels of brand. So like even when you're using your points, <laughs> it's like, there's, oh, yeah, there's different levels. So like, <laughs> so like they'll say like this is a, a category two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and a category eight or above is like the Ritz Carlton for because Marriott owns Ritz Carlton. So well, I didn't know that. my whole body is humming. <laughs> <laughs> Can you use your Marriott points? Yes, I've done it. Absolutely. And it's awesome. Yeah. To do what? Stay there? Stay there. Yeah. Wait, which one does the Fairmont work at it? Isn't that also the Ritz? No. I don't think so. I think Fairmont is just Fairmont. No, the Fairmont is in well, New York. Well, if you... Oh, the Plaza. The Plaza. Sorry. Yeah. Good. Oh, I, yeah. I don't know. Hey, Al. Um, if I'm staying in a hotel, any hotel, uh-huh. and... I open the mini bar and I take a Coke out and then I go down to the corner store and I buy a Coke. They have no idea that I did that, right? Uh, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have little sensors on them so that Often. if you if you pull it out, these days all charges. The if you even look charges. at it, but like, if they if I replace it, they still charge you because mm-hmm. they know it went off. So you yeah. can't be providing your own intimacy kit. So you can lift it and then put it back and you get charged. Yeah. So that's true. So if it you can. pick it up and you're like, oh, do I, I don't feel like a Coke and but you put it back, you, you got it. It's, it's going to depend on the level of hotel you're at. But you can easily dispute it. Al, why is Toblerone the chocolate of choice for all hotels? Good, good question. Yeah, that's I good have question. no idea. Oh, oh, it's unknown. I he was going to know, didn't that, you? Because it's nicer. No, that means no one right? knows. That's know, right. No yeah, one nobody knows. knows. That, there's no answer to that question. Yeah, I have no idea why that one. I feel like Toblerone struck a deal with the hotels. Yeah, I agree. No, I think that it's... I think it's become a th- maybe originally, but originally. I originally th- and originally. Okay, <laughs> yes. that's even before original. Yeah, I saw the moment for NSYNC. Come on, <laughs> uh, I think originally it was it was probably that, but now it's just a thing people expect. Right, right, sort of like our fertility clinic and the Starburst. Yes, I I I don't remember a lot of Toblerone. In, in all the hotels I stayed in. I mean, I, I didn't stay at super right. nice ones, but not a lot of Toblerone. Yeah, come to think of it, actually. They phased it out. Maybe I no, haven't seen a lot of no, Toblerone. No, no. Toblerone yeah. is not so high. I, I like mean, it's a thing. Right. It, I've seen it, but it wasn't like, geez, get this Toblerone out of my face. Well, maybe, you were, <laughs> maybe you were staying <laughs> at a five or a six. Maybe I, the I sevens probably, and eights have the Toblerone. Category three, four at best. Um, Al, what are the pillows like at the Hyatt? Hyatt's aren't bad. I like it. Well, it depends. Yeah. I I'm, was more used to staying at Hyatt Place. Which again, owned by Hyatt, but more like business type. Wait, where have, they have we established the best pillows? Who's got the best? Marriott. Is that Marriott. 
Uh, Marriotts are good. Like if you're staying at like a JW. What makes good. a good pillow, Al? To, uh, oh my gosh. Oh. We've preference. had this no, no. conversation an a there's million times. No, I know no, the answer, an answer, by the way. I know the answer. <laughs> no, Al, I'll, I'll let everyone answer. You can answer, but <laughs> Al's got to answer first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go through all sorts of different pillows. So I have the pillow I'm sleeping on right now is so flat yeah. that like it's really wide and, and Do you large, fold it? But I can or I just I bunch it up. Mm, you're a buncher. Yeah. You're a buncher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I Greg. deform pillows. All right, Greg, what's your answer? My answer is oh god, I have such an answer for this. The answer is a pillow that yields and when you place your head in the center will smash around the side of your face, but your skull will not sink all the way to the base of the bed. I think I agree with Greg. Yeah. Yeah. That in my opinion, that's what I want. Is that down for you or is that cotton? I I don't care what the fabric is, but my head sinks in the middle. The pillow wraps around my head, but my head, the skull does not hit the bed. (laughs) I'm perfect for the t-shirt placement, right? (laughs) (laughs) so funny I've been thinking about that so much more the other day Ayala was making the bed she's like there's three shirts in the bed this is crazy this is crazy there's three shirts in the bed okay only three (laughs) let's go around and state our pillow preference or pillow for some people and also (laughs) if you sleep on your back or your side or your stomach I think that these all relate also does anybody know what my pillow is and why they sell it everywhere and what I'm is so that curious thing? about it. Well, it's like some it. entrepreneur or some inventor has decided that he's invented a new kind of pillow, but I don't think it Does is. Does Al know what it is? Al, do you know what my pillow is? Isn't it the one that always stays cold or something like that? No. Or is it something else? He's, he claims on the on the infomercial that it's the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own, but like, yeah. it, when I think it's he's showing cold. it. It just looks like a fucking pillow. There's nothing <laughs> about it that looks. I've never, Jenna. Have you seen this? I think I have, but I don't know they what must the big not deal is. Show commercials for this on Bravo because I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of, oh, and then life. we're doing the pillow my, thing. I, by the way, the intro was no joke. <laughs> I am had. I've, You're into Vanderpump Rules now. It's the worst. You enjoy it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Allison and I saw the Vanderpump Rules people (laughs) when we were shooting. saw Sheena, and apparently Kristen Doty was there as well, I think. But yeah, I I was in the middle of filming, and I heard a voice that sounded so familiar. And then she walked by, and I went, oh, my God, you guys. What are you, a woman? (laughs) But anyway, I have... On social media, I've been talking about Vanderpump Rules, and there's been a lot of requests for Vanderpump Rules chat on this show, potentially a Vanderpump Rules star, if I could get one. But think of, I'm star, think of the people star. who don't watch. Star. Really? <laughs> star. Well, <laughs> cast, star. cast Person, member. Yeah, or whatever, sure. Um, yeah, my concern <laughs> would... I, okay. My concern would be the people who aren't into Vanderpump Rules and what that would feel like for them. Yeah, would while we awful. talk about it. Do you think Al can name a person on Vanderpump Rules besides Ooh. Vanderpump? Oh, I yes. don't even think he could name her. Rules? Well, he would have oh, to. So Vanderpump is a person? Yes. Yeah. I have yeah. never seen this show. Never. I've only heard about oh, it. I couldn't tell you what channel it's on. <laughs> I don't... I only on Bravo. Like <laughs> only right. by Bravo, Daniel. Only by Bravo. Daniel. <laughs> Here's what it would sound like to non-fans. Is that really? That's awful. Daniel. Yes. There exists video of you on my Instagram. I'm not saying I don't enjoy it. I'm just saying that I have no more self-respect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I do enjoy it. It's um What do you enjoy about it? I God only knows. It's it's full of drama. I think it's the fact that it's these I I what I'm enjoying 
about it is that these are people in their 30s and 20s who are living an L.A. lifestyle that is sort of similar to one that I used to live, where they all have shitty apartments and they're not making very much money. The difference is they're getting laid a lot, and that wasn't my reality. Mm-hmm. But um, the uh, the fact of seeing people who are struggling a little bit and young and being stupid is enjoyable. I have described it as like watching a screensaver, like that fractal design. Like I don't, for the longest time, I didn't know what was going on, but I still found it mesmerizing because it's like a bunch of beautiful people yelling at each other and pouring mm-hmm. drinks. Yes, Jenna? Now, can you give me just a general plot synopsis of the show? Yes. Oh, and one other thing. They're all working in food service and my, okay. favorite, my favorite jobs were always working in food service because the camaraderie and the... Lisa the fun. Okay. Lisa Vanderpump is from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which I never watched. Oh, okay. Uh she owns a bunch of different restaurants and one of them is called Sir which stands for Sexy Unique Restaurant, evidently. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Isn't that awful? It's in West Hollywood. Um, and I keep almost tweeting... Hubba hubba. <laughs> I keep almost tweeting that I'm a sup, sexy, unique person. And then I'm like, this is only going to make sense to a couple people and it's not worth it. Uh, do you and also, to- most people just think it means stand-up paddleboard. Just so you know. So don't tweet. Most people do. Right, most. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, it concerns a group of people who um, work at um, Sir. Okay, I think some of them might work at one of her other places, and they're all like bartenders or servers or the or hostess, the hostess, or DJ, or a DJ who's a douchebag. <laughs> oh yeah, and they're all friends, and they've all they're all Bond? always in various states of Many kind of, of like yes. they're like the the number like. It's crazy how many of them have all dated each other and been with each other at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And now, like, this one's on the outskirts or this one's on the <laughs> outskirts. And there's so much drama. And <laughs> there was there's, a- like, there's, there's, yeah, there, there's a shitload of drama and a lot of relationships with each other. But it's still, it's entertaining. I Instagrammed uh, a scene uh, where <laughs> this is what I enjoy about the show. So the situation was that one of the girls, uh, it was her birthday. And it was a big deal. It was like her 30th birthday. And her boyfriend was going, was invited to like a boys weekend in Vegas the day after her birthday. And, and she, her dad had died. Her and dad had her died. Was and she was really deal. emotional. And she felt she was being abandoned by him. And she was like, try, and he was just like, but he's, he wanted to go to the boys weekend in Vegas. And the guy who organized the trip took him aside. He's like, listen, bro, I've organized this. Uh, we're going to go to this bulldozer thing. We're going to go to this sand pit. And we're gonna we're gonna take <laughs> tractors and bulldozers and we're gonna run over shit. And he was like, "Oh my god!" And so so she's like at her party and she's all emotional and crying because why? Because her Vegas. dad died or whatever. Yeah, yeah. she's like, Seems like he's it would be kind of a he's bummer. Go to yeah. Vegas and Once he's like, "Your dad dies. That's sad." And and the guy's like, "Sweetheart, I am never going to leave you. I am going to be here for you forever." But the thing is, we're gonna take bulldozers. And we're going to crush things with bulldozers. <laughs> and she was just so crushed by it. And it's that level of... of Pathos? Uh, no, it's immaturity and stupidity that makes the show enjoyable. 
I think immaturity, I though, it's probably stupidity first and immaturity second. It's both. Yeah. I can. I would agree. Well, if that. I was 27 and my girlfriend's dad died, well, he had died a while ago, he or ever, or died. if I was just 27, I would never have been. I like, just think when you're when you're that age, you're not really thinking about the relationship. You're thinking about having a good time with the guys. Is that true? Is that I true, Al? I don't know. If that's true. <laughs> I'm not for all guys. Not, I think that was maybe the case not for, me. for like a relationship you care about, right? Yeah. I don't know. I I can totally see doing that when I was like, I really don't care if you dump me. Right. I'm going to go throw mm. stuff off a bridge. Interesting. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like a show I have seen before. I think I've accidentally watched some of it before and was in that, like, I don't know what's going on because mm-hmm. I remember a restaurant scene and yes. a couple of dudes, they w- they'd gotten in a fight or something. That's every episode. Yeah. And so yeah. then I thought, okay, I don't know what this is. Like, this isn't the Jersey Shore. It's I was similar. so confused, it is similar though. At yeah. times. Okay. I've, I've pointed out that there's Jersey Shore elements here. And I think uh-huh. the soup used to make fun of it a lot. So probably. I probably have seen that as well. Is yes. the show... Uh, is the show called like does Vanderpump have rules or is the show somebody going like Vanderpump rules I've wondered this I've spent like she rules yes like oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's reigns. probably that actually. she rules she rules Vanderpump it's... rules over these people I think, so. I think that's how I interpret it does she have rules for them yes yes no fraternizing except for some of them are allowed to fraternize <laughs> so <laughs> no not really I think we've already oh also if you raise your voice in my bar, it'll be the last thing you do. That was one of her rules. Now, do any of them actually still work? Evidently. Or is it just a show now? Evidently, yes, they do. Ooh. Someone looked it up on Yelp. Well, what's interesting Daniel. also is that this is an actual... <laughs> this is a show oh my about a bunch of people that is very popular, right? Vanderpump? I, think I, I get popular, the sense that yeah. it's very popular. Okay, so imagine a TV show that's very popular where the characters are all like, you know, getting to be sort of famous, mm-hmm. but the location of the show is a place you can go and the people serving you are the characters from the show. It's weird. It's it's kind of diabolical. Like and they can kind of cycle through people and make yeah. that place always popular. It's like Pawn Stars. Or whatever that show yeah. was called. Yeah, Pond, yeah, yeah. Pond Stars. Yeah. yeah. I went there just because of the show. You did? Did you Oh, really? heck yeah. Absolutely. Who did you see? No one. They weren't <laughs> oh. there. No, they just like let you walk in and like everything's $10,000 or more. And I'm like, well, this isn't my kind of pawn shop. So I'm out of here. And it's all like what medieval lances or whatever, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's the stuff like this is some dude's Harley for $40,000. I'm like, well, I'm looking for something maybe like 20 that fell off the back of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Just anything like maybe an old Nintendo game. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. It's really easy for me. I, this is a thing that I go back and forth with, with my wife. It's like she'll watch TV and when people are yelling at each other like that on Bravo shows, I don't have the instinct to keep watching it. It's really easy for me to be like, this is really awful. This is so annoying. And I I don't have like a, is that a mortal curiosity or whatever? Like, No, I, <laughs> no, I don't either. I, I don't have it. I can just turn it off. I don't care. I actually find it abrasive unless I'm into it and then all of a sudden I'm into it. But I've been um, a guest on TV shows where the producer is like, okay, the thing here is we got to find the heat. <laughs> literally, oh, literally yeah. someone said that. Find the heat. <laughs> Somebody said find the <laughs> yeah, heat. Yeah, find the, we got to find the heat in this news story. <laughs> and they wanted the talking heads on the screen of which there was, I was like one of six to be, you know, really going at each other and like find the conflict. Were you on the McLaughlin group? 
No. Check the dirt. <laughs> um, I'm not saying what it is, what show it was, although I think people could probably figure it out. But um, it was a, a news show where we talked about news stories, and it was not Red Eye. Um, although I think they also no. found the heat. Well, they just brought the heat. Right. <laughs> but I was thinking, but I personally, if I turn on a channel and everyone's yelling at each other, I just want to turn it off. Like, I don't yes. love that. But I think there's this idea that that captures eyeballs and ear holes and buttholes. It captures all the holes. Wow. And the balls. <laughs> and what else? Just just holes and balls. <laughs> okay. Um, I wonder if I should name this episode just holes and balls. I think that's too gross. It'll, it'll Jenna, Jenna seems into it's it. It's definitely, kind of I mean, yeah, it's very, what did they call that? Click, what do they yeah. call it? Yeah, clickbait. Yeah, clickbait. Okay, I'm going to write it down. And then let's do <laughs> iTunes comment of the week, except that I teased that we're going to go, oh my God, I teased that we're going to go around the table and say our favorite now pillow. We have to do that. pillow talk. But let's not. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh. So good. <laughs> now it's um, a regular segment. We want to know. Holes and balls. I got to write this down. But also, we teased the story of Greg's most memorable oh. shit. Oh, yep. Right. Okay. Yep. Like like we've talked a lot on this episode. We only have a half an hour left in this episode. Right. right. We don't, how long is your shit story? <laughs> Two and a half we should. We should All push right. it. We Let's should just push make it up. Let's can push you, the shit. Can you hold this one in for another? <laughs> I probably, it's a double tease. I, yeah, okay. I mean, I'm crowning to tell the story, but I feel like I can hold it for another week. Yeah, okay. don't let it get don't let it get too stale. <laughs> that stinks. I can shove the story back in and yeah, just can, bear down. Okay, <laughs> don't bear down. I don't know. Okay, anyway, um, I sleep on my back sometimes, my side, usually my back, and I enjoy a pillow like the one that Greg mentioned. Greg. We are oh, going you're... counterclockwise. Uh, we don't have to, Jeff. <laughs> I used to be a back and stomach sleeper. Now I almost never sleep on my stomach. I'm a probably twenty five percent back sleeper, seventy five percent side sleeper. Because I heard that if you sleep on your right side, that you both sleep better. Really? Yes. Something to do with your heart and the way the. Your blood goes through your Interesting. I'm going to try that. And also my cats like to cuddle when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Pillow wise, I like, I like the concept that Greg is talking about and how I achieve it is I have a base pillow that's a very firm kind of mm, whatever yeah. those nylon fill yeah. things yeah, yeah, yeah. and then a feather pillow on top of it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Which okay. I believe is referred to as the absolutely right way to help you. <laughs> Here's Thank you. my issue with the foundation pillow and the pillow on top mm -hmm. is I have to get them like exactly perfectly staggered. Mm. Sometimes yeah. I want the bottom one a little in front. Sometimes I want the top one a little in front or else I feel like there's seams on the back of my neck and then I go insane. Oh, see, I don't, for me, it's just about height. I'm not the, really? yeah, the uh, distance, the, the Y axis isn't, doesn't play for me. How lucky for you. Yeah. How wonder how how liberating it must Hashtag be. Well, but, I, blessed. but I have but I have the height issue, so that I might be fussier about the height issue than you are. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh God, now that's all I'm gonna think about when I'm trying to sleep tonight. I'll I'm be like, sorry. Are they are they level in her? Yeah. I'm that, sorry. That's what I like. Daniel. Okay. I think so, someone's breaking into our house. No, I, <laughs> you hear that? What's going on? Weird noises. I think somebody crashed a car into your house. Possibly. Is that Wendy? No, she's under us. She's, I mean, she's under my chair. Hmm. Um, well, if someone breaks in, we're all here. Um, Is that comforting? They can't kill us all. <laughs> can they? Yeah. 
No, they can I probably think they only could. Get two or three of us. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, I'm in, I'm the most vulnerable. Well, you're Bono. <laughs> you wanted to be at the front of the stage, <laughs> Bono. You're the first one who's going to get killed. Happy to be behind the drum kit now. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. <laughs> or Adam. Who are you, Larry? Larry. I can't remember. Okay. What kind of pillows? Whatever. Um, <laughs> best kind of pillow. I have to agree with Greg. I I like the pillow also to give me some support under my neck. Um. So that it's not like so my t- head isn't tilted forward. Um, my preferred way of sleeping. Well, <laughs> this is a good question. You remember how you were saying like you like to sleep this way, Allison, and also this other way. You like to sleep on your back sometimes. Yeah, on your back, side sometimes. Yes, mm, that must be nice. Well, I don't understand. Well, the so shade I, you're throwing at me. I prefer normally to sleep on my back. This is not my fault. Oh, oh, yes, it is. This is definitely my fault. Okay, because that is the most comfortable. I can breathe easiest. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> if you call uh, that breathing. But unfortunately, every time I roll onto my back, I'm awoken by the, can you turn over? Can you turn? Can you turn? What? And it's like, what? What? Can you turn? Can you turn on your side? And what, what's it? What? Okay. At night, she produces how you sleep. Yes. She gives yes. you directions like, because he snores on his back. Whoa, whoa. And then, oh. so it's I. I only get I'm to sleep sorry, on my. Sorry, different. Than, do you know what's in that? I only get to sleep on my right side. By which, the way, which why usually don't you use is, those snore things? He I, does. I've tried every goddamn thing. He does. But here's the thing: my my snoring isn't that bad. Second, <laughs> second thing is, yes, I don't is. hear it. <laughs> you don't hear it. That's so. I it's have not recordings a of it. Um, the other you thing do? is I also have Wendy who sleeps. Basically, I have three pillows and Wendy uses two of them. So I, I'm, again, once again, nobody has it worse than me. <laughs> um, a weird thing happened though the other night because I tap you gently-ish. And then I'm like, hey, could you roll over? <laughs> do you remember what happened the other night? No. I tapped you and it felt weird. And you're like, ah. Oh. And I think that you're, I think I like tapped your armpit. <laughs> I think you, oh yeah, you look, you like smacked it or something. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't smack it, but all of a sudden my fingers were in your armpit. <laughs> that? I was like, this feels different than your arm. It's not my fault. Well, you usually don't sleep with your arms up. If I don't know I, where your arm was, but suddenly my fingers were in your armpit. <laughs> listen, if I could, the best way to sleep is with, my right arm over my eyes on my back, like covering my eyes. That's oh, the best man. way to sleep. I've but never I can't, seen that. But I, yeah, you have never seen that. <laughs> you know, you've never seen it. You know, I read that um, if you sleep with a person who snores, if they put a tennis ball in their T-shirt, well, you don't wear a T-shirt. Yeah, sleep. this is the other thing you want me to do is put a <laughs> tennis ball in the back of my shirt. So, so that, that if you I, will stay if on I, your side. If I try to roll onto my back, it'll hurt and I'll go back onto my hurt side. Hurt is why don't we do that? Why don't we put Slightly. spikes in the bed <laughs> on the one side so that I can't That does roll seem a little them. barbaric. That's a little barbaric. The tennis ball? Well, yeah. we haven't actually done it. That doesn't really affect how I feel about it. It, just, <laughs> it still feels barbaric. <laughs> is there? Is there? How about um, a football, but on the flats, on the like, you know, Racket lengthwise? Ball? What's a good ball? <laughs> Foosball. Some kind of soft, comfortable ball that still would remind you not to be on your back. Al, what's your favorite pillow <laughs> position? 
<laughs> I usually sleep with three pillows. Okay. One between my legs that's like really firm, a medium soft one that I like hold, and then a really, really soft down pillow that I put my head on. Oh, that sounds so snuggly. Yeah. He is very, he's a snuggly sleeper. Yeah. And then I like bounce between the sides like four or five times in 30 seconds and then I fall right asleep. That nice. is true. Yeah. Wow. But he also does a, le- he shakes his leg to make him fall asleep too. Yes. What? How does that yeah, work? Yeah, it's like in my subconscious, I'll, my, I just shake my leg. And it shakes and the wake then, out? And I just fall asleep. It like comforts me it's to so sleep. It's so crazy. When Wait, we, wow. in your subconscious you do it, but also in your leg you do it? Well, meaning like I'm he not doesn't, awake. He doesn't oh, know that he's so doing she, it. So like, she like, if Jenna was saying, hey, stop, it would wake me up and I'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. I, oh, I, yeah. You know, oh, that's so cute. Yeah, so weird. I just like, my, I just shake my leg a whole bunch. When we were first married, <laughs> we don't have the bed that we have now, which was, it was so annoying to me because I would wake up and think there was an earthquake <laughs> all the time. Now I don't feel it because we have a different bed. Do you have a sleep number bed? We do. Oh, and it yeah. is the best thing ever. Is it really? The greatest thing we've ever purchased as a married it's, couple. Yes. Does it lift up? Because that's, commer- that's my dream one. The commercial is like, does your partner snore? You can eject yourself into another room. Your, <laughs> your, your fantasy is a bed that removes me from the room with a touch of a button. <laughs> or puts like a cone of silence over or oh, something. That something would be great, like wouldn't it? So when you have a sleep number bed, this is what I've always wondered. What happens? Uh, it's kind of a but. Like, what happens if you turn sideways? Do you just nothing? What do you mean? No, like in other words, do you sleep across multiple numbers? Like, could you, you sleep yes. on it? But oh, would you? Yes. Would it be so weird that you would not be able to sleep? Is the difference that you acute? Could, you yes. could definitely sleep. Like in our case, Jen and I have like really similar numbers, so the bed is generally the same all the way across. But so wait, the way they do why it is, did you buy it then? Because you can it's still so adjust. much more comfortable. And even though his number is the same as mine, his side of the bed feels very different to me personally because we're way, way different. Oh, I, I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. Your sleep numbers are the same? Generally, Usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're so much. I, I <laughs> adjust mine more often than Al does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just wondered it because I didn't know. Like when I, when I got my first job and I moved to Chicago, I bought a bed and it was like, rock hard and i remember being like i can't wait to get to a hotel because i hate my bed <laughs> yeah oh that's and i awful. hated hating my bed but i just bought it so i used it for like three years and i i slept on my couch more than i slept on my bed that, how that, did you buy this piece of hard bed i i was like 23 and you i was like yeah. i'm in like the south side of chicago and i like just go into this bed store and like what do you want i'm like i want that one and oh. i mean that was it it was you like didn't yeah, know yourself. Just, yeah. I, yeah i didn't know what i was doing and so anyway when we bought uh, sleep number bed. It was like I I have the option. I can adjust this if I hate what I got. You know, that's one of the things. Oh, I love it. No commitment. Yeah, we. It was for me. It was a big deal because even though he says he he does fall asleep very quickly and stays asleep, but he does move a lot. All the so time. the In leg, mm-hmm, the leg thing was annoying, and then. Um, he would just constantly cute, go annoying. <laughs> yeah, annoyingly cute and mm, cutely annoying. Endearing actually, yeah, from a distance. Yeah, not like when snoring. I can't feel it. Yeah, <laughs> um, sensual mormon. Which is he's <laughs> borderline criminal. I love the way you snore because you know what? And I read something that told me to think of it this way. That's the sound of someone I love breathing. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Jenna, not when I'm snoring, it isn't. Jenna pillow configuration? 
Oh, uh, I'm in a kind of a pillow crisis right now. Oh, no. Yeah, I you hate. You seem so calm. I hate all of our pillows. Mm. I decided I'm in that recently. Mm-hmm. I hate our pillows. And I was, it especially came to light when I went to visit my mom, who recently bought all new pillows for all the beds in her house. That's and I laid Janae. on, I know it is. She's so organized and. She, I laid on those pillows and I thought, oh, this is a nice pillow. I think it was sort of the way Greg described it, but, um, I liked it. But now I go home and I just think, I hate all these pillows. So right now I'm sleeping with like the flattest, oldest pillow because all the other ones just are too annoying mm. to me. Mm. So I'm barely using a pillow right now. Mm-hmm. Daniel, mm-hmm. tell them what you announced about what the pillows can do recently or like a year ago, but I still think about it. Um, they can uh, lick my balls. No. They can kiss my ass. No. You can eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a big old bag of dicks. Eat a bag of dicks. Oh, they can a- suck my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what you said. But the thing is, you had like your breathe right strip, your snore strip, and your mouth guard in when you said it. <laughs> and there were hand gestures. It was so angry. They can and- <laughs> suck my nuts. <laughs> like, fuck guard. my nuts. <laughs> Did I tell you guys how she had to go number two on set? (laughs) What's the mouth guard for? Because I grind my teeth. Oh, you do? Yeah. And I wake up like with these migraine headaches, so it it helps for that. Is that what they're all for? Is that what it's for? That's what a mouth guard is for? Um, that kind, yeah. Right. I guess you're not going to box when you're sleeping or whatever. No, right? no, no. Yeah, I just, I'll just, I'll, yeah. just a violent sleeper. Yeah. I just grind my molars and then it, and then it, yeah. Hmm. Well, I feel like I not like Allison who wears a retainer to bed. I do not. It would be better you if I did. Do when? Well, you don't lately, but you do sometimes. Occasionally, I will. I don't know that picture of you with your retainer and the pigtails on your Instagram is pretty cute. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. It was. Thank you. Be, I wish I still wore it all the time because then my teeth would be more straight. But instead, I stopped like most people. Okay. Um, we are behind schedule, you guys. Let's do iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. Oh, to be your best friend by Lady Jake. Allison. Thank you for your openness and disarming personality that always brings the best out in your guests and friends. Alan and Jenna, as a former Mormon, I feel a kinship with you. Call that Foreman. Former Mormon? Yeah, yeah. Foreman? Mm -hmm. I like it. I usually call that a no-mo-mo-mo, but whatever. That's That's fine. (laughs) That works too. (laughs) That makes me wish I had been a Mormon and was no longer one so I could call myself that. No, 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 no. Daniel, thank you for your thoughtful and fun intros. You're welcome. Greg, well, we need to talk more about your history in therapy. (sighs) I love you, man. And Jeff, I wouldn't put anyone else in control of the drops other than you. Thank you, Trap Dog, for your great musical contributions to the show that I can only listen to twice a week. Hint, hint, Allison. <laughs> Keep it up, you guys. I love you all. Oh. Thank you very much for that nice comment. Leave us a nice comment. Uh, go to, if you'd like to leave us a nice comment. No pressure. Go to <laughs> iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. That is also where you can subscribe, which I recommend you do. Because then um, you will always be up to date on episodes and whatnot. 
Um, and hey, if you normally just listen to the Thursday show and you're thinking, maybe I should try out one of these Monday shows, might I direct you to Margaret Cho, which just came out the same week that you're hearing this episode. Um, Jeff and I went to her house. That was a really great interview. She was so interesting she and was, forthcoming yes. and funny and warm. Yeah, yeah I, I loved talking with her. She's awesome. Um, and it was fun being in her house. Yeah, yeah. She was on really location. Cool. I know. Yeah. We went on the road. I know. <laughs> exactly. Four miles up the road. <laughs> um, and also Ray Seahorn from Better Call Saul the week before. Yeah, she was Also, super cool. she's awesome as well. Um, but everyone who's on the show is awesome, except for that one person. Just kidding. <laughs> but I'm sure. No, they're all great. Uh, okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I but first where can everyone find everyone you can find me on twitter at allison rosen show's twitter feed at a-r-i-y-n-b-f i'm on facebook uh behind the scenes videos youtube.com slash allison rosen snapchat i don't know what i'm doing on there but i'm allison rosen bff instagram i'm everywhere jeff where can we go for you you can find me on facebook and twitter at colonel jeff fox daniel you can find me on twitter and instagram at daniel quants snapchat d quants and um my website the quants i've just posted um a story about how i wrote for marvel comics i haven't even read that one yet Alan. Uh, at Alan Moss, two A's, two L's, two S's on Twitter and Instagram. Jenna. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jenna Kim Jones. And also check out our podcast, Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones on iTunes or at JennaKimJones.com slash podcast. Greg. I am at Dong Attack on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. And also we have t-shirts available. Go to my website, alisonrose.com, and go to the store. We have Snuggleberry shirts. We have the logo t-shirt. We have bonus episodes available. And we have ringtones. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And also... Touch the tushy, touch, touch the tushy, tushy, touch the tushy, And there's been a request touch, for the fart tee-hee tone. As a ringtone? Yes. Oh, that's a good that idea. That be a fun That ringtone. is a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that would work as a ringtone, either repeating right. or as a message alert. Right. Message so alert. Text, that's the next that'd be a good one, one yeah. yeah. Okay. Tee-hee. <laughs> <laughs> Pure Joy says, creeped out by men who wear too too short shorts, i.e. mid-thigh or shorter. Yes, in general, I'd say dudes who wear really short shorts, I'm like always afraid I'm going to accidentally see the business. Oh my God, Mm -hmm. this is bringing back memories. Oh my God. (laughs) What part? (laughs) My stepdad used to wear (laughs) short shorts with baggy leg holes. Down in Uruguay. (laughs) And no underwear. Oh. And, and so his fucking balls were always hanging out. It was a goddamn, I swear, it was child abuse. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like passive flashing, except not really yeah, passive. Yeah, I, I think it's like aggressive ball showage. <laughs> were they dolphin shorts? I'm wondering if in the animal kingdom that's like a sign of dominance, like showing the, showing the balls. Well, then I guess every animal in the world is just dominating because there's no place for an animal to put their balls. When animals wear really short shorts. It's <laughs> a good point. It, it is. creeps me out. Yeah, it's way creepy. But you're never like, what a tasteful leopard. 
they're just, they're just, they always have their balls out. But I mean, like if like with a, with a with a monkey or a gorilla, if they just like bring it out, like look at my balls, and then it's you know like of, of what of their pants? What do you mean? No, just from dangling behind, you know, like bring it forward. Do they? Wait a minute. I think you got to spend more time with animals. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a do thing. they do that often? I don't. Totally. Or like when gorillas sit down, they don't sit with their legs crossed. They'll, you know, if they sit with their legs spread, then when, that would when be they're a, at work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when they're riding the subway. <laughs> yeah, that, it's called like gorilla that. spreading. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> okay. Heard <laughs> the movie theater. <laughs> Pretty much any place you'd naturally find a gorilla. Or the gorilla equivalent of a movie theater. Staring at banana trees. <laughs> okay. Jay, I think we're universally repulsed by short shorts on Daniel's stepfather. Jamos for A-Rose says, Unreasonably miffed when someone shares my Facebook post and their version gets more likes and or comments than mine. Mm. I know what you mean. No, I'm like, sweet, someone shared it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Ray Morgan says, was always taught to write the number eight as an S with a slash through it. But I think two circles on top of each other looks better. See, this is interesting because I never thought of it as an S with a slash through it. I thought of it as just making like the infinity sign, like you do half the top and then half the bottom, and then you come around and loop it up yeah. versus the two circles. I never thought of it as a, as a S with a slash. I forgot about that because isn't is the, that the old fashioned way? The official cursive way. It's like there's kind of a. It's yeah. It's like that. A serif. It's S. Yeah, there's a serif or something. Is it? Let me. See. Isn't, that, uh, isn't that the real pen? cursive way? Maybe I don't know. That's really weird. No, that, I don't think I've ever seen that. Weird. Yeah, I've really never weird. seen that, but I like what you just did. Mm. That's like a fancy eight. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of silence for the listener. It's us yeah. drawing eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, all thinking about. I don't know that I've yeah. even ever seen that, much do less you, heard of do it. Do you guys do the um, the loopy eight or the yes. two circles eight? Loopy. Loopy eight. Loopy. The two circles eight two is a circles. snowman. I you do, do two circles? circles? I, I just watched you do the loopy eight. Yeah, I know. I was just t- She's ambi eight. See how mine are messy? I do the two circles these days, but I also try not to do anything by hand because my writing has become terrible and so messy. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you a draw a line through your seven? And your no, I only draw a line through my seven if it's if I'm afraid that people won't be able to tell what it is. Like mm-hmm. they might think it's a one. Then mm-hmm. I'll do a Canadian seven, but in general, no. Do you? Is that a Canadian seven? I heard it. I believe it is. I do it. I've you always do. done it. I don't know where I picked it up. Korea. Probably. Do you put a, the line through your zeros? No. No. I make G's Ow. really strangely. Only if I'm writing like passwords. Yeah. Or, or only if you're in Denmark. That's the only time I would ever do that, right? <laughs> I make G's as a line and then a seven next to it. It looks like a... Um, Angular H. Let's see this now. That's that is not I, a that's G. That's, that's a lightning bolt. <laughs> yeah, that's hold, like a real it, metal. Hold G. it up to the microphone so the audience can see. It. <laughs> looks like a <laughs> <laughs> looks like a sideways lightning bolt. <laughs> okay, what? one more number question. Do you make your fours <laughs> like a? Do you close the Fuh? top like a, of the four? Is it like a half of a goalpost? Four of like a, a flag. Like a golf flag? Uh, I do the goalpost. Goalpost. Really? 
Mm-hmm. I do the mm-hmm. triangle with a what a line. Really? Yeah, my floors are like this. Yeah, goalposts. Which again, really? Yeah. yeah. Like wow. two pieces, two separate. Yeah. yeah. Like okay. Mm-hmm. Daniel. Yeah, I do the goalposts. Otherwise, it might look like a nine. Mm. It does smart. sometimes. Yeah. Wow. This we learned a, a lot about how we all do this numbers. This is good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, now what about three? Now five. Do you do a five. loop on your two? <laughs> Hold on. Two. No. no. I don't. Yeah. Greg yes. does. Yes. Whoa. What? Get out. <laughs> okay. What do you, what, what do you, how do you write your 10? What? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Saki says, practice <laughs> my it. photo face in the mirror and then try not to move a muscle till after I hear the shutter click. That sounds like um, a way to have really stilted, paralyzed so wait, looking photos. Like gets the smile right yeah. in the mirror and then moves to where the picture is being taken so, with yeah. the smile frozen on their face. Yes. I do not do that. I don't do that, but I totally get that. Just you. Just you. Um, just okay. You. Here's one that I believe, if I understood the tweets right, Came from Al from Sorry Not Sorry. Oh. Feel self-conscious when I highlight a section on Kindle, and it lets me know how many people have done that, too. Oh, interesting. You wrote yeah. that? Did I? Did you say it? Do you feel that way, I Al? did say it on, uh, on our no, podcast. No, he didn't, he didn't write it. Oh. I think she just I was like, this it. is it just me or everyone. Yes, yeah. yes. I said it because it's like you're reading Kindle, and I see that like 9,000 people have highlighted this, and I'm like, well, I better start paying attention. Because oh, I was yeah. like just like... My just eyes reading? are just going over the words, yeah. Right. Or you, or you just go like, "What was it about that that made those people want yeah. to highlight?" And then it? it's like, "Oh, two hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, yeah. so oh my god, I would hate that. That's, yeah, that's, that's I, I'm never going to get a Kindle because of this yeah. conversation. Because yeah. I, in my self importance, when I'm reading a book, if I come across something I perceive to be important, yeah. I would want to think only I have recognized that sentence as important. Oh yeah, oh, and no. it'll tell you really? like four thousand nine hundred seventy-three people thought yeah. this was a that really would totally deal. diminish the experience for yes. me, actually. And you want to have a personal relationship with it. I, I think if it yeah. was something you were doing for class, it would be good because it would help you point. You know, oh, this yeah. is important. But personal reading, no way. I yeah, that's that. interesting. It doesn't bum me out at all. However, yeah. I'm always like, I didn't mean to highlight this. How do I turn it off? Yes. I think that I would feel like if, if I were reading something for pleasure and I came across something that was like 5,000 people, I would be like, you know what? It's not that fucking interesting. You know, right. it was like, you know. And I still read that, with that. That line's overrated. I often read with a pen in my hand. So when I find oh. something that I like, I'll underline it. I so your Kindle would just I, be yeah. a mess of lines. Yeah, on it probably. It, yeah. yeah. It'd be weird. Well, we're doing JKJ's book club on our oh, podcast. I love what? that. So, yes. Anyway, just a little plug what for you. What are you if reading? If you want to join in, we're reading um, Leah Remini's book, Troublemaker uh, Surviving Ooh. Hollywood and Scientology. Ooh. I've heard quite yeah. a bit about it. Heard quite it's a bit very about good. It. Did you guys tell your Scientology story on the podcast? I don't think you About know. how we uh, got Samantha in on it right when she was born? Yeah, that story. <laughs> I love that story. <laughs> no, no, it's a you good know. story. Are you talking about a real story that I don't know about? Yeah, at the hospital. Well, you get you came to the room. Remember our like our room? Oh faced, yes, like face Scientology headquarters. Yes, of we just the West stared Coast. at them all day. How can I you, watched how, them all day. How, how can you tell it's the Scientology building aside from the giant sign across the front of it that's a block long that says Scientology? You told me that you were staring out the window at Scientology and then they noticed you. Oh, absolutely. And they then what happened? Them? I just was like, they were just like pointing and talking about me and then i just like backed away didn't a guy like come office. up to the street level and and look back no at you? they were like walking because the parking lot was really full and they have like not missionaries but they have like uh, the, proselyters out mm-hmm. there 
that are talking. And so I could see them walking out of the like the parking lot, and they were looking up. They were pointing at you. Yeah, and so I just walked away from the window. Maybe they were a fan of the show. I think they were just like, come down here. Let's clear you out. And I, I don't like, think I'm they good. like people staring at them. I'm good. I feel pretty clear right you now. out. You know. So awesome. Yeah. That's what Allison That's... did on her, on the show. She cleared herself out. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I could not be more happy with my decision to tell you about the I knew discomfort you I was in. I could tell you pooped nowhere, Felmy. How could you tell? <laughs> You can just tell when someone's... the sound guy was snickering. You, you came out of the bathroom and you were like, yeah. And, and I think... Because like, you had a hand. mic... Because you had access to the microphone. No, but I think you might have violated one of like a minor TV rule for some people. You pooped in the private dressing room, right? No, I did not. You did not? No. Oh, all right. Well, then I was wrong. I thought I like... Nothing. Wait, where are, are you supposed to poop? What are the where TV are you rules? In the sink. You're supposed to poop in the bathroom. Well, because a lot of times that not bathroom... In the you yeah exactly well if your dressing room has a bathroom a lot of times your dressing room is also where your hair and makeup people are mm-hmm. oh, it's sort of like they have to work in the stage. yeah it's like pooping on an rv when you're in a touring band you like kind of don't do it because right. everyone just has to sit and sit in your poop or whatever so i'm glad to hear you poop somewhere else <laughs> are there any just me or more okay but that means someone else <laughs> maybe pooped in there and and <gasps> yes, there was someone else who used that dressing room because it was the only one on that floor. I would never poop in there, but I will say that. No, I'm not pointing at. I'm not looking oh, at you. Oh, oh, oh! My the makeup no, guy no, said. No, I'm not going to name names. The makeup guy said to me, "Is it okay if this guy uses the dressing room bathroom? It's the only one, only one on this floor." And I said, "Of course." <gasps> and it wasn't him. He was talking about. No, it was. I'm not going to say the name of the person, but it was a guy, a crew guy who needed to use the bathroom. I think I might have told you this, but I did work on a show one time with a comedian who was such a terrible person that we used to meet at set in the morning and take turns pooping in his dressing room. <laughs> and all the writers would come out and be like, I just pooped in that guy's dressing room. Who else has to poop? And we would like all poop in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know, poop. Awesome. I'm yeah, a dick. <laughs> this, this guy was such an asshole. And we, I probably took like, I probably took like, I would say like seven pounds of dumps. In <laughs> who, who else measures their, it. Uh, their dumps by uh, the pound? Allison? Wait, I'm sorry to dig into this topic, especially since I'm deeply uncomfortable. What, what made you think that I had tattooed on the set? Oh, it was just a timing thing. You like disappeared at one point and then I had to go into your dressing room to show you like a script change or something. And then when I went in there, you seemed a little bit relieved and it was like a tiny bit poopy in there. <laughs> there are other reasons. Why yeah, so might. it could have just been that you farted or whatever. Yeah, I, I was just farting it up. Yeah. <laughs> I know the Lupron makes you fart a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just only want to die a little, a little bit. <laughs> No, I want to die a lot. Okay. I don't recall pooping in the dressing room. I recall I remember the the toilet in which the incident happened. Okay. And it was it was a different it was the one in the parking garage. <laughs> or it's on that bottom le- it was it was okay. Oh yeah, I, I know when you pooped. I know when you pooped. I know when it was. I remember when, when the, when the sound guy was laughing hysterically and said, come over here. No, I know when we were shooting and you asked, I remember now I know where you pooped. You pooped in the lobby, the, the one when I keyed you in to go into the bathroom. I don't know. It yeah, was the I one remember. when I'm like, how long is it going to take to yeah, set up yeah, yeah. this shot? And, but those bathrooms on that floor, you need a, one of those 
car yeah. keys, that's yeah. the time you poop. Yeah. I think so. so yeah. A good producer knows these things. It was, it was <laughs> when I know I what was, you produce. But I also would like everyone to know, I was like, how long is it going to take to set up this shot? Because I didn't want to hold anyone up. That's right. I had been texting with Daniel. Like My text to you, Daniel, had was like hours before. Mm-hmm. And it, <laughs> I was like, I am... I'm dying. Well, to be fair to you, to the loop, Ron has not been helpful in this regard. It's messed everything uh, up. So. Brutal. Okay. Still wish we could have not talked about all of that. Yes. <laughs> but well, I'd like to thank all of you. Jeff's going to cut it out, right, Jeff? No, we don't have an edit button. <laughs> There's no edit button on this show. Ashley Bloodworth says, it is always a pleasant surprise when I get a whiff <laughs> of someone's laundry drying while taking a walk. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. yes, yes. That's like my favorite yes. scent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thomas Cannon says, major goal in life, make the bed by flinging the blankets and having them land perfectly. I've never had that wish, but I like that idea. Absolutely. It never works for me. It doesn't work. No. Every time I would do a Jenna, I would just be like, what are you doing? It I'm looks. I'm making the bed. I'm. I sound so nice in that story. <laughs> well, you couldn't sound worse than I do right now. <laughs> no, I don't know. That was pretty uh, sassy. You flip the comforter, and it looks like it's going to land in the corners, but then it recoils, and it's a mess. Yeah. I saw. I think it was like one of those life hack things where they were like, "Make the bed while you're getting out of it," and they. And, I do that kind of. And you and it's like they showed a video of the person, and you have to like stay flat, and then you sort of. Make it straight, and then you slink out of the bed to the side so you don't wrinkle it. And what uh, a life hack, man! And, and <laughs> like That's got to really I, change shit up well, for most people. Well, with many life hacks, <laughs> it, it, there's this thing of like, yes, that is a clever way of doing it, but the cost to your self respect <laughs> because you're literally slinking out of your own bed <laughs> might not be worth it. Yeah. I don't want to have to get out of bed slinking. I feel like that is not a great way to approach <laughs> the day. Like you're sneaking out of your yeah, own bed. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> It's not that hard to just make a bed. I mean, I never right. do it, but I've, it's not that hard. <laughs> I, I know. Iola so does it fine I've, every day. I have a really easy technique. What I do is I get up re- early and then I go to work and, and the, when I get home, <laughs> the bed is made. Smart. That used to happen for Al. I've since given up. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. It's okay. The thing is, it'll be really early in the morning. I'll be still asleep. I'll get up and I'll make your side of the bed and then I'll go back to sleep. That's because you want to sleep sideways on the bed at that point and you have to make it, right? <laughs> no. That is my pattern of I'll get up, I'll make the bed, and then I'll sleep sideways and snuggle with Wendy, and she puts her head on my neck, and it's cute. But even when I just get back into bed regularly, I like I something about the bed all tangled up on one side drives me crazy. You want to erase the memory of me? I want I want <laughs> you to have slinked the, out. You like the fantasy of living alone? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No. Uh, it's all right. Okay. Let's see. Um, Amanda Walker says, and this is the last one, the two metal dots inside the pot where the handle connects are the worst thing to try and clean out of a sink full of dishes. Oh, yes. I'm not, I'm not clear. Like on a pot that you cook with where the the handles are, they're usually, oh, yeah, 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 especially after you've cooked fish. Ew. Fish really sticks to the, yeah, there's something like the, the, the like oil that comes off a fish gets, gets circled around those two things. It's mm-hmm. horrible what you did to that fish. <laughs> <laughs> what was that from? It was Greg talking about the, the one time that he tried to get Ayala to cook a fish oh, when he was yeah. away. Oh, <laughs> the the four oil. knuckles of oil fish story. Yeah. Ew. It's horrible what you did to that fish. <laughs> 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 mm. 
Well, now we have nothing left. (laughs) (laughs) I have no dignity. I don't know. I feel like I'm super excited for how well the shoot went. I loved all the stuff you posted. I was so excited. Thank so you. I congratulations is Thank what I want to say. Thank you so much. Yeah, me too. I was glad to see you had a good time. Thank mm-hmm. you. As was I. Thank you. We will see the results in three weeks. Wow. We will. Yes. The we people just, at large. Just will. us will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I'm excited. And, and uh, fingers crossed that this will be on your television sets. In three years. I don't know how long. Does it, it takes a long time for something like that to happen, right? It would be at the very earliest November of this year, but more likely January, February of next year. Right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they should put... No, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to do it. Okay. You guys, <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show. Are there any... In- oh, my gosh. Duh. Hello. There's a dog named Mr. Wilson who's waiting for <sighs> you at the Downey Wilson. Animal Shelter. Oh. I believe we have a very long song. I'm just a cat. <laughs> I'm just a crazy cat. I'm just a cat. <laughs> Oops. Is that the right one? Hold on. You are a dog. dog. No, you are a dog. Dog. A doggy dog, 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 I know I should be talking about that. With poop on your butt. That's my favorite line. Okay. So. That's your favorite line, the poop on your butt line? That reminds me of the shoot this week. <laughs> hey, look. You drink nine cups of coffee, that's what happens. Um, okay. So, good news on a lot of the dogs that we talked about on the show, by the way. They have been adopted. Uh, including Elmo from last week. But Mr. Wilson is big, sweet pit bull, three years old, um, brown and white. He's playful. He's friendly. Uh, my friend Laura, who is the dog trainer, describes him as a dopey, dopey goofy meathead. Aw. Mm-hmm. And look at this picture. I know that listeners can't see this picture, but they will be able to look how oh, cute. dopey so cute. and goofy and ridiculous he looks. Oh, my God. He's, got it. He's pretty cute. Um, so, yeah, check him out. I will put a link on uh, the episode summary, but if you want to just go there as you're listening to this, it is sheltermeme, S-H-E-L-T-E-R-M-E dot com slash Downey, D-O-W-N-E-Y slash Mr. Wilson, M-R-W-I-L-S-O-N, sheltermeme.com slash Downey slash Mr. Wilson. Um, and he is a dog who is available for adoption at the Downey Shelter, being trained by my friend and dog trainer, Laura london um okay now i think we're done thank you guys for being on the show listeners thank you for listening i love you goodbye hey do you know about the allison rosen show 